0: Hey guys, Friday the thirteenth. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know. Do you guys believe in that stuff? I don't. I mean, I just feel like there's always shit happening. So yeah. Dunno. But um, like a lot like lately too, it's always like, what's gonna happen next? Maybe that's just my life and I need to I I really do work on like cutting drama out of my life <laughs> when I can. But not perfect. So I've just been really swamped lately. And I have been taking time for myself, I haven't been posting as much I haven't been, you know, as involved, I've just been trying to dig deep, and really take care of myself. When my body's been telling me to take a second and take a step back, I've just been doing it. And it's been it's been good. It's been working for me. I love to plug my phone in my bathroom, in my bedroom and leave it there. Like when I come home for the day or if my kids are home, I fucking go plug it in and I leave it in the other room and I love it. It's so great. I can't say enough about it. My kids are probably starting to get annoyed because I'm constantly like no devices, this, that, and the other thing, you know, put everything away. Uh, No TV. We're going to hang out. And they're like, oh my God, what? Why? Because it is kind of like you know, we do spend a lot of time together and I like to do things with them. But, you know, when they're back in school now, it's like when they come home, they kind of want to like, my daughter wants to like go to her room and like watch a show or look at her TikTok and she wants to like unwind and I'm like, no, let's play a game. And she thinks it's weird, but I love it. And also my son is super burnt on devices. He is so bad with them. I love that kid with all of my heart, obsessed with him, but he is so out of pocket when it comes to devices i don't know if you guys struggle with this with your children but youtube is a huge issue with him and all of our tvs all of the tvs have apple tv so they all fucking have youtube and i guess i'm gonna have to like get somebody to come and remove the youtube because he will i'll be like looking for him and he'll just be like in his his sister's room watching YouTube or, you know, then I go and hide that remote Then he'll go to the bonus room and watch YouTube or they all hide that. And he'll go to the basement and watch YouTube or I'll hide that. And he'll go to my room and fucking lock me out of my own room and watch YouTube. So it's like, he's like a little baby crackhead and I don't love it for him, but I'm trying to figure it out. And it's hard when you got to just cut things cold Turkey for anybody, especially if it's something they really like, but I don't think it's good. And the things that he watches, like, I can't even describe to you guys, the kind of shit that he watches on YouTube. It's weird. There's always like crazy violence or like maybe like a little bit like undertones of sexuality. Like, because this isn't, you know, the TVs and everything. I guess, I, you know, I guess I've never looked into the parental guidance rules on or the settings on like each Apple TV, but I think we could probably do that. I think that's a thing. I don't know. I should look into that. I'm just realizing now I'm like, huh, maybe there's an easier way to get, through this besides hiding all the remotes but I don't know if you guys deal with that that's an issue in my house right now my kids are fully back in school you know it's been a month and they're loving it they've got all their after school activities my son is in cub scouts and he loves it he does a lot of the meetings with my dad but soon we are going to go to feed the starving children. Um, uh, I think it's out of Egan, Minnesota. We're going and I've done that a couple of times and I I love it. I love it every time. It's volunteering your time to feed kids in Minnesota who don't have food, you guys, and that's wonderful. As we know still from COVID, there's like people have some fucked up situations. You if they can't afford food, if you can't afford to feed your family, which things are so expensive these days, gas, food, everything. It's so important to just volunteer a little bit of your time to go And package meals for families who don't have as much as you do. And I highly implore you to look into that. And if anybody wants to do it with me, reach out because I, since I got this email about it, I'm like, I need to go back to doing that because I used to do it and I loved it. I didn't do it a lot, but I did it once in a while. I did it for a dealership I worked for. I did it on my own a couple of times and it feels so good. You guys, it's a wonderful thing. And not a lot of people volunteer their time to help other people. And that is one way that will really help you. And even your mental health, it'll, it'll give you self-esteem. It'll make you feel good. So look into it. It's uh, Feed Our Starving Children and Egan. And yeah, do it, you guys. It's wonderful. Um, my son is gearing up to also get back into his downhill skiing crap, which I say it like that because it's horrifying, you guys. Google downhill ski jumping olympics um videos they're horrifying so i'm looking like right now he's only doing like a 30 foot jump and i'm looking at it and i'm like okay this is horrifying you guys 30 feet it's like a drop off he goes up this huge chute where his like there's two tracks for the skis And he goes off this thing and it's like, if he just makes one like wrong move when he's going down this chute, like he could just tumble all the way down and all he's wearing is a helmet. That's it. So it's really horrifying. And, you know, every like event or even practice, you know, either my dad will be there. I'm there. Maybe my mom is there. Jesse's probably there. Maybe my ex-husband is there. You know, there's always other people, not just me, because my dad is like, my dad's the one who does it mainly with him. Because firstly, also, I hate really, really hate the cold, like cold, cold. I like to ski, but I'm more of a fair weather person. And he, they go rain or shine. So generally, there's another person there. But I always tell that other person, I'm like, please just tell me when he lands. Because I cannot handle watching this situation. It's terrible. It's so scary. As the mom, I'm like, I'm always thinking about how many ways this could go wrong for him. And, you know, that's probably not healthy. I should just be like, oh, supportive. But it's just how I think, you guys. Can't help it. So I'm I'm getting a little nervous for that. But he loves it. So we'll see. We'll see. what He also loves motocross. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the kid's got a death wish. But he's just not afraid of things. And the more that I see that from him, I love that for him. Because I'm kind of the opposite, which keeps me from doing things at times. So it might be kind of freeing to live... To live that way but also you know I'll keep you updated on any sort of injuries that occur from it because so far that boy has not broken a bone in his life and he is eight so he's still young um yeah we've got a lot going on in this house the remodel okay the kitchen remodel is going well all the floors are ripped out in the living room the kitchen the electrician was here today. They're rewiring for all this fun lighting that I'm adding. That was a main issue for the kitchen remodel was the lack of adequate lighting for the kitchen. And for me, a kitchen and living room is a, you know, that's a heart of the house, they say. And I just, I love a space where family comes and everybody, you know, it's just, I love getting people together and hosting and just the the energy. That, you know, like in a good space, the energy, it can just be so magical and wonderful. And, you know, I've, I was married for a long time and I was a homemaker. And I know I've been in a couple kitchens. I'm not the best cook. And my boyfriend will tell you that right now. He's the cook. So I wanted to update and get him all super nice appliances so he can play with that stuff. And it's just exciting. I'm, I'll be posting some photos of it on my personal page, you know, as the process continues, but currently there's not a whole lot to like see in there. It's pretty bare. And like I said, there's no lights, there's no floor. Um, but yeah, anybody who's done a remodel before, you know, this shit just comes up. Like you start ripping things up and you're like, Oh, here's another thing I need to get into. So we're kind of in that space right now. We're, we're looking at, you know, we were removing, we had a whole bunch of cherry, Accents going on, Brazilian cherry floors, cherry cabinets, cherry trim, cherry windows, cherry doors, everything's cherry. And cherry, beautiful, expensive, beautiful, but it's just, I don't like it. And I've never liked it. Even when it was in, I didn't like it. I guess I was more of a child, but I didn't like it. Wasn't a fan, still not a fan. I just think it's a little gaudy and kind of obnoxious. And cherry floors are very, very fucking annoying they show all the dirt they show scratches they show anything like immediately like the minute you clean the floor and you let our dogs loose into the living room area it's just dirty there's just dust and there's footprints and there's shit it's everywhere um and we've got three dogs so what I've heard though is Brazilian cherry floors are just like the hardest wood so now I'm a little nervous but we went with maple which is supposed to be like one of the second hardest so we'll see so the floors were still in really good condition for being like 20 years old and having all of these dogs on the floor. My boyfriend's always had a bunch of dogs too, even before me. So I was kind of impressed at how well they held up. So if you're looking for a floor that holds up, that's the one, but yeah, we've got three dogs. We've got a mini bulldog. We have a doodle and we have a pit bull and the mini bulldog is a nightmare and the Doodle, he is a German Shepherd standard poodle, and he is a lovely, lovely dog. Anything doodle, I'm really, like, kind of convinced they're pretty fucking awesome. He doesn't have poodle hair. He has, like, weird terrier hair and, like, a beard. But he's just, like, a dorky, like, awkward, cute boy. Um, But he doesn't have, like, that cute doodle, like, fuzzy, like, mix of cuteness but he's still cute in his own way jesse says he looks like a rat like a like um the guy from teenage mutant ninja turtle the rat what is his name oh fuck i forget his name shit we call him this all the time the rat the the freaking teacher from teenage mutant ninja turtles damn it what is his name okay whatever um jesse thinks he looks like that and he's not entirely wrong And then our pit bull, she's lovely also, but she's like, I think she's like eight now. Um, So we've got our hands full over here and then three kids, well, a 17 year old and then my two kids. So we got, we got a high traffic kitchen living room situation, but I'm so excited for this remodel. I love, do you guys love interior decorating? I do. I think it's fun. Maybe I have too much time on my hands and I'm trying to do this, but I I don't know. I love, I'm really excited for this moment. And I I just want like a good space for, for my family to hang out with. And I already think about grandkids. I'm like, oh my God, my grandkids will love this kitchen. Like what's wrong with me? I don't know. I fucking love kids, you guys. I do. I love being a mom. I tell people that all the time. I love it. It was, I really, from the moment it started for me, I just felt like that was what I was born to do. I mean, really, I'm a woman. Okay. So like you're set up, that's what you are born to do. But for me, it just came so naturally and I just fucking love them more than myself and more than anything on this planet. So I don't know. I love it. I love, love it. But yeah, what did I do this week? So not a whole lot. Um... Monday, okay, like I said, I've been taking a little bit of, you know, a little more time for myself, because I've been feeling really stressed out. There's my life is a little overwhelming. Um, Obviously, my, just the one main thing I've shared with you guys, my house is kind of torn apart. And I have all these people living in it. So that is difficult. But, you know, just, I've, I've been feeling overwhelmed. And mental health for me has always been a little bit of a struggle like it is for anyone. It's normal. It's human. It's natural. And so Monday, I decided to spend some one-on-one time with my son. And I picked him up after school. And we went and we stayed at my grandma's house. And it was wonderful. I love staying there. My grandma and my grandpa, they are 80, right? 80, 81. And they are just beautiful human beings. And I enjoyed going to their home because they are so wonderful and they have such a gorgeous home and it's so inviting. Like I said, I love the inviting like warmth of a home and the functionality of it. And you know, even in the morning for breakfast, my grandma made me chocolate croissants, you guys. Like it was, it was like taking a short vacation and my son and I, the best part was though, is like, we had like a little sleepover and we spent time and we, you know, we watched a show together. He loves SpongeBob, which I mean, I would probably prefer to watch something else but he just loves it so much and he thinks it's so funny so we watch Spongebob together and we after I turned off the tv he even wanted to sleep with me so we slept together and he wanted to have like in the complete darkness we had our sleep music on that he loves to listen to it's like some soft like meditation type sleep music and we listened to that and he just kind of started a conversation with me. He started talking about the universe. He started talking about different science facts. And it was, it was really awesome. I might even cry just talking about it right now. But those moments where you like unplug and you slow down and you just spend time with people you love is so important. Um, my boyfriend and I, we had a couple moments like that this week where we just literally went and plugged our phone in or if our phone's in somewhere else, like I've told you, and we just went out on the back porch. Uh, we have these like little swings that we put up that are so awesome to hang out in. We just like talked. We had a bunch of conversation about life and we haven't always been in that that headspace in our relationship, um, as some of you might know. But right now I'm I'm loving it. We, it's been like about three years and we're at this point where we're both like, really, really trying to heal ourselves and heal each other. You know, both of us have gone through a lot of fucked up shit in our lives. And, you know, one more than the other, but we, you know, we just really want to like, thrive and grow. And, you know, I didn't, I haven't gotten this far in my life with trying to find the right person just to like get into another relationship where it's very surface level. And it's you know, it's, you don't have somebody who's like pushing you and like truly wants the best for you or, you know, um, pushes you for your mental health, like to go and talk to people, you know, there's just these, I'm loving it right now. It's great. And that's what I'm really trying to curate in my life is real human connection. And I'm starting to notice that I'm kind of rejecting social media and phones and laptops and ipads and all of the overwhelmingness that comes with the internet i'm kind of starting to reject it which that's another part of like why you guys haven't seen as much from me because i'm just i don't know how i feel about it every day i wake up there's like a bunch of news or like even there's like drama between people i know or this that and that thing, and that is frustrating obviously life is not perfect and there's going to be moments of friction but you guys, you can put a filter on how much stuff can reach you. You can, you can put a filter on it. You can block somebody. You can tell somebody that, you you know, that your lives don't align anymore and you need some personal space or, you know, you can unplug and, you know, turn your phone off for a day and focus on yourself. You fucking can. All this stuff can wait Take care of your brain, you guys. Take care of your brain. And I really implore you to go and go have a a conversation with somebody you love. Go ask them how they're doing, if they need anything, if there's anything you can do for them. That's so great because you'll never, you really need to appreciate the people that you have around you. Friends, family, people that are there for you. And when you're there for somebody, they're going to want, They're most likely going to want to be there for you. And you're building a support system too. If you ever need help in your life, if there's ever anything that comes up, you'll also have people that are there for you. So always reach out to the people that you love and make sure they're doing okay. Because you never know what, what could be really going on and social media, you guys, it's, it's irritating. Even me, you post highlights, you post highlights of your life. It's fake. It's fake shit. It's fake. It's fake. Like nobody's going to be posting. Well, some people do, but then, you know, there's scrutiny with it. People will judge you. They just will. Or people, you know, I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to like share real, real things on the internet. There's a lot of really evil people out there and a lot of, you know, a lot of people who don't have a life and spend a lot of time trolling the internet. So it can be a really scary place and, You know, there's a lot of studies about how bad our devices are for us, how bad social media is for these newer generations. Maybe start making, you know, setting a precedence in your family, if you have kids, of everyone locking their phone up in a little box. They they sell like these little boxes where you can put all your phones in them and there's like a little key, you know, you can buy stuff like that. And it kind of forces everybody to hang out with each other which what could really be wrong with that? If it's your family or people you love, like what could be wrong with that? Even maybe you guys are getting together with some friends, you know, for like a dinner party or something. Maybe like be like, everybody put your phones, you know, away or put them there or whatever and just see what happens. I don't know. I love it. It's it's really, it's a good time. (laughs) Sorry, I'm super passionate. My kids think I'm so annoying with it right now. They think I'm so extra, but I don't really care what they have to say about it. Um, Oh, Wednesday, I went to a dinner with four of my friends from high school, you guys. Some of these girls I hadn't seen for years and years. And we've just kept in touch over the years. Some of them I've seen recently and hung out with. Um, But it was a good time. We went to Moscow on the Hill, which is in St. Paul, and it's off uh, Selby Avenue. It's near Handsome Hog. Um, Justin Sutherland's restaurant over there so you can always get some food at either one of those places and both places have amazing drinks you guys I don't really drink too much like you guys know or maybe you don't know Um, but my girlfriends were having the horseradish martini at Moscow on the hill and they were they were loving it they ordered more than one so obviously they really liked it they have vodka flights where they have like pickle vodka they have oh let's see they have Vodka is from different countries, Canada, U.S., Russia, all over the place. Um, So if that's something you're into, otherwise, the dumplings, the Siberian palmeni, so good, you guys. They're homemade. They're handmade, homemade, whatever. Dumplings, they're delicious. I even bought some. They sell them frozen, so you can bring them home and make them at home. And they are delicious. They even have, like, a little cutout of the instructions on how to make them. Um, They have incredible uh, charcuterie boards, which is like all authentic Russian items on the board. Uh, they have some kind of crazy things you can, I think it varies like by the season or something or the week maybe on what's on the plate, but that's a good thing. They have a appetizer. It's like a bread. It's like a cheesy bread, but it's, it's delicious. Um, what is, oh, my favorite thing is this little salad and it's, it's not like an incredible item, but it's something that I love. And I had, I shared it with my girlfriends the other night. It's the Olivier. I think it's like First or second thing on the appetizer menu, but it's a a little salad, and it's kind of like a potato salad with like peas and ham and egg and mayonnaise and stuff like It's really yummy though. So that was really fun. And we got together and we talked about high school, you guys. We talked about high school, which is so far away. We graduated we graduated in 09 and we haven't had a high school reunion before. So there's talks, you know, there's people who are saying and confirming that we have a high school reunion coming like next summer. So that is interesting. And that should be funny because it's always weird to see people you haven't seen for like 15 plus years. So that's a good time. Um, And I feel old with that also, but we had a good time. We just caught up and it's interesting. We even talked about certain things that had happened, you know, while we were in high school And it was interesting to listen to the different perspectives because one of my girlfriends, she described a situation and like, I didn't realize that was what had happened. I thought it was something totally different because I had heard differently, right? And I didn't know that, no, what I thought was completely wrong. She had been going through something totally different and terrible. And we all kind of had the same thing to say about it was just the fact that high school fucking sucked and we hated it um and some of us outwardly appeared to be doing better like more popular this that and anything but it turns out we all had a shitty experience (laughs) so I don't know I stopped going to school no not sophomore uh, junior year right no beginning of June like I just didn't show up junior year I think I don't know I told my mom, I'm like, I'm not fucking going. I hated it. I got bullied all the time. I was like newer. So I moved to the area like, okay, I moved to that school district when I was 14, which is kind of a weird age, right? Like puberty, all that stuff. Hated it. It was really hard to like fit in. Um, I was really self-conscious and I got bullied a lot. I got bullied a lot. You guys, I, in the morning, my dad would calm wake me up. I would pretend I was going to get up. I would grab all my covers and I would go to my bathroom and I would lock myself in my bathroom and I would sleep in my bathtub. So he eventually removed all the doors from my bedroom and my bathroom. And finally I was like, you guys stop making me go. Like I literally hate it. I don't really feel like it's not fun. It was so shitty. I hated high school. You guys. I'm, I, I know like other people have like good experiences, So that's awesome, but like mine was just so terrible. And I, I, there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of bullshit. And maybe I'll get into it someday, but there was like some heavy shit that went down and it was just, it wasn't good. And I think with my own kids now, I think about it quite often like, would I continue to force them to go to school? How much am I going to be involved if I hear there's bullying? You know, there's a lot of questions there. Um, Anyone who knows my daughter might think that she might be a bully. And I kind of do too. She, my daughter is like pretty secure in who she is as a person, but she kind of throws her weight around and she doesn't, I don't, she's kind of cutthroat, you guys. Like when she wants something, she will not stop. She needs it, which could be a really good thing if you like funnel that energy to something good, right? But a lot of the time I got to sit her down and be like, hey, maybe think about how this person might feel. Or maybe think about how your mom might feel. Or maybe think about how, you know, so we'll see with her my son on the other hand opposite situation he's more of an empath I think well actually I know this he he's way more sensitive but I love that and I'm oh my god I'm putting all of my energy you guys into raising a son who respects women but not you know not like I don't want to use the word like like a little like what, like I don't want him to be like a pushover. I don't want like a woman to come in and like, like control him. But I really want him to be the kind of man who, when he has a relationship, he is protective of his woman, is a safe space for her. And that way she can grow, right? Because that's how women flourish is if they are protected and they feel comfortable with their man. That's how women thrive. And you can see it in people when they have that relationship like that's how my relationship is now and you can see you you know the people who know me well can probably see through maybe even the instagram or just you know when we catch up that right now i'm loving what my my boyfriend does for me in my like feminine femininity currently i love that and i really think it's so important for men to understand that like we got to stop running around and treating women like trash dude And I'm not saying that girls don't run around and treat dudes like trash, but I just, I have a lot of really good girlfriends and really close girlfriends. And I'm so fucking sick of hearing a story about them getting cheated on, dude. And my girlfriends, I don't know, I guess they can't say. And if some of you are cheating on the guys, cut it out. But they're just the kind of girls where like, if they're in a relationship, they're fucking all in. Like, it's like me, when I met my boyfriend, I was like, Oh my God, I'm in love. I'm because I'm delusional or whatever but generally it's like oh my god I'm at the love of my life like the first date okay so I don't know but I just I'm like so it breaks my heart to hear these girlfriends of mine with these shit the shitty dating experience back to back dude I'm so sick of hearing about it I am so I don't talk to my son about this all the time. Dude, that'd be so weird. But I do plant like little seeds sometimes. And I give him like little life things. Like I'm, I'm like, hey, can you grab the door for me? And I, you know, I do these little things where I'm trying to like train him to be like a good little dude. So do that. You moms, do it. Trust me. It, that shit will pay off. We need to start like teaching these kids to like treat and just boys and girls treating people with respect, dude. There's a lot of fucking shitty people out there. If they want to go get treated like shit, they can go They can go find that. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's not hard to find a bunch of people these days that are hateful and drama and toxic. And it's not hard to find. It's just not. So anyway, back to the high school reunion dinner. It was so fun. I had such a good time catching up with my girlfriends and we touched on a lot of subjects. So I implore you guys reach out to your high school friends and get together and maybe like even bring up things that happened in ice in high school and just like get their points of view. Cause that is just, I don't know. It was interesting. It was interesting to hear. It was interesting to hear that we all had like the same situation kind of shitty situation and we've never really talked about it before. So I love that for us. And then after that, uh, Jesse and I went to the giggly, uh, Beverage launch party at Quincy Hall, which is a cute venue in Minneapolis, and it was adorable. giggly you guys, the brand G-I-G-L-I, and their THC THC seltzers, super yummy. They had an adorable event. There was all this yummy food, which I'm, I think, uh, God, don't kill me, but I'm pretty sure it was from Crave. The drinks are only in Crave restaurants right now, so stop by the Galleria, grab one, try them. They're super yummy go to the Mall of America, grab one, West End, wherever you are, grab um, grab a THC drink. They are a good time. Like I said, I don't drink alcohol, you guys. Like Currently, I'm not doing it. It's bad for me. I'm actually low-key allergic to it. My whole life, I just rejected that fact and continued to break out, continued to feel like shit, continued to be hungover, and it fucked up my mental health, this, that, and the other thing. But I'm finally distancing myself from alcohol and it feels so good feels so good but these THC seltzers are really awesome they just give you like a little buzz and usually it will hit you like you know a couple hours into you know drinking that stuff but it's you don't get the hangover you're not getting like wasted weird making bad decisions you just you have an elevated experience and it's you know, it's, you maybe get like a little more intuitive and a little more happy, a little lighter things. It's a good time. You guys, it's, it's, it's better than alcohol. It is, I believe. So go try it. It's yummy. It looks like they're going to be having some other, um, products that they're going to be coming out with and all that. So yeah, if you guys have any questions, reach out about that. I will definitely have a link for, um their social media and stuff on the description so check that out if you want to but yeah that was a good time jesse and i were old people these days so we like saw some friends that was great caught up ate some yummy food tried the drinks they had a gorgeous ice sculpture that had like these dried flowers and i mean it was so cute um that they would like pour the drink in and the drink would come out the bottom it was so cute uh, DJ Ray Mills was there as a DJ. That was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. And But again, like I said, we're old. And it, when it hit 9.30, we were like, we need to go to bed. So we drove home and we got right into Love is Blind, you guys, which, damn, this season, I feel like, is it's a lot of drama. I just think this kind of goes along with it talking about alcohol again but I just the whole time they're holding like wine glasses or something excuse me I need a drink of water they're like holding wine glasses and stuff and there's just you can just tell that a lot of the shit is fueled by like drinking like the arguments and shit which whatever it's it's what it, it's reality tv it's supposed to be dramatic um But Jesse and I are loving it right now. I think my favorite couple to like watch their journey is Lydia and Milton. So Milton is 24 and he is tall as hell. He's like almost seven feet tall, but he seems like a huge sweetie, but he's, you can tell he's immature, but he seems like a sweetie. And then Lydia is 32 and she's like this little tough Latina girl or no, where's she from? Puerto Rico. And she's just like fiery and sassy. And I feel like they balance each other out in a really good way. But I don't, I think she might be like a little too fiery for him because they get in a lot of arguments. I feel like he's constantly trying to talk her down or calm her down, which kind of, you know, that's not fair in a relationship. I know it is soon. And it this this show is very strange. Like they're throwing these people together and they're getting to know each other between a wall. They don't get to see each other first for like, what is it like three weeks or something. And they try to get to know each other, but they're drinking the whole time in the pods too. So that's a little weird, but I thought it was interesting. I saw an article today in women's health. Okay. And it's like, are couples still together? And this is out today, August, excuse me, October 13th, 2023. Okay. So it says in here, it says, Love is Blind has had a pretty low success rate with its couples. Maybe it's because contestants are fined $50,000 for leaving without producer approval. This is according to Business Insider. In fact, only 7 out of the 20 engaged couples are together still today. So 7 out of 20, that's not too bad. I don't know. I don't feel like that sort of relationship could work off the bat like I could never imagine getting engaged to to Jesse after three weeks of knowing him that would have been a disaster anybody who knows it, that would have been a nightmare and very weird we didn't even know each other we didn't even know each other I feel like okay we're still getting to know each other and it's been like three years so I don't know the whole thing is real weird I know it's reality TV and that's what it's for, but it's, it's like, it's crazy. I love the show. I'll watch it, but I'm like, dang, these, these couples, there's a lot of drama in the Izzy and Stacy drama. That's probably my second favorite couple. Um, they're kind of boring. Like they seem like they have pretty normal arguments. Like she's kind of, I think she's kind of realizing he's someone or he was a fuckboy boy person. Sorry to use that label, but kind of didn't really you know slept around a lot whatever I think she's starting to realize that and then he like came out with like a freaking bombshell about like how he's like broke and she just came out like a couple days before that about like how her parents have money and like people she feels like she gets used and this that and the other thing and then a couple of days later he comes out with that and so she's like scared which I mean I would be scared I would be like that's that's a little bit of a red flag. Like, why didn't you tell me that you're like an extreme dad or whatever the fuck it is with him sooner? I think so. Oh, Teddy, my dog just came in here to sneeze next to me. That's so cute. Um, Taylor and JP, that one was weird, dude. I like her. I think she seems like a fun girl. She seems bubbly and she seems sincere. And he's weird as hell. There was a TikTok video of him um this lady put a compilation of like video videos little short clips of him from the show and he's always wearing red white or blue or an american flag you guys literally the last like video of him is you know that last scene of the two of them like in bed like where they essentially break up and he's wearing a short sleeve like tank top jersey and that says usa on it he wears red, white, and blue shoes. You guys look into it. It's weird. He loves the USA so much, which whatever. That's great. Love your country. But it is a little weird. Like every episode he's wearing red, white, or blue thoughts on that. (laughs) I don't want to be a bitch and be judgmental, but I'm like, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel comfortable. And then the fact that he like gaslighted the fuck out of her saying that like she's the problem that he doesn't communicate with her because he wears too much or because she wears too much makeup was insane and I actually wanted to throw I felt so bad for her I wanted to jump into the tv and give her a hug because he was being so gross and toxic he's like well I don't really communicate with you because you wear you have you know when I met you and proposed that day you were in quote-unquote cakey makeup the fuck dude seriously and then like all the time when they're in Mexico hanging out like she's hardly even wearing makeup. So I was like why this guy is so weird? He's like you're f-. he said she seems quote unquote fake. Which he seems fake. He doesn't even talk about anything. So she was like trying to have real conversations with him and he was being so weird. But I feel bad for you Taylor. Poor girl, you did not deserve that. JP's super fucking out of pocket for that. It was so rude. It's, there's nothing worse than bringing up a feeling you're having and somebody takes it in a prideful way and turns it around to hurt you to make you the problem. Like I don't like, Oh, think of something grosser. There really isn't anything grosser than like somebody gaslighting your feelings. Feelings are so important. You guys so important. Can't even tell you. But yeah, Love is Blind. It's a, good, it's a good watch. We also get into 90 Day, anything 90 Day Fiance. So currently watching 90 Day Last Resort, that's a good time. Definitely get into that. If, if you've already seen like some of the people that have been on the show before, like Big Ed. Oh, my God. Everything that guy says, he's so delusional and weird. Um, but it's funny. And his relationship is really just strange. He seems super narcissistic and just really evil to his woman. So I don't know. I don't like it a whole bunch. Then there's Angela. Angela is always just like a shit show. She's like, I love her energy because she's just herself, but she can be a lot and she clearly has a pretty heavy drinking problem. She's kind of lewd too, but she, you know, reality TV again. I mean, she's definitely, she catches your attention, so yeah, those are the two shows that we that are kind of speaking out to me because because I love them. They're like a good they're a good release from real life and like if I'm having any stupid ass drama in my life, I like to like look at other people like focus on somebody else's shit for a second, so I love that. Um okay, speaking of high school reunions. Mean girls, I just saw that Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Se- Seyfried And Lacey Chabert, I think it is. Sorry if I fucked that up. No Rachel McAdams, but those three girls were just seen getting together. I think it was, like, yesterday or something. Lindsay Lohan looks great, by the way. Um, But these girls are from Mean Girls, everybody. And they were all spotted, like, on a set together. And Amanda and Lacey were wearing all pink. Lindsay Lohan was wearing all black. And she was holding, like, a, a little um clutch that said it's I think it was like plastics club member on it because you remember their group is like the plastics um in the movie and some people say it's a Super Bowl commercial opportunity and other things like other people think it's a movie opportunity so I don't know what do you guys think like it could potentially just be a Super Bowl Thing, but I don't know. I I don't. Something tells me it's a movie situation because, like, I see like my daughter and Jesse's daughters and the Mean Girls, and I feel like it's just like a timeless classic. And I feel like Hollywood they always try to bring that back, right? So I think they're going to try to do something with it. I don't. I love Rachel McAdams. If she's not a part of it, it would kind of make sense. But I don't. I wish she would be because she's such an incredible actress. um Lindsay Lohan looks like she's doing great, you guys. And the rumors are that she becoming a mom, she had a little boy recently. Becoming a mom for her has healed her immensely. And I relate to that. I was in a really bad place in my life when I was 20 and I got pregnant. I was making terrible decisions. I was using drugs and alcohol. I was being like not a good I was not a good person to be in a relationship. And I did get pregnant and immediately when I found out like those natural instincts, hormones, everything kicked in and I was like completely sober, I was so pumped, I felt so much love, I felt connection. There were all of these things that like slowed me down and I was looking at all the beauty in life and becoming a mom for me was really good and I always tell people I'm like my daughter saved my life like She gave me like a higher purpose and it sounds corny, but that's immensely how I feel. My kids are so important to me and they bring so much good, even when they are so frustrating with their YouTube and TikTok, but I love them dearly, dearly. And I'm really happy to hear that Lindsay Lohan is doing well, because as we know, you know, it's sad to be in the public eye like that and have everybody judging the things that you do, but she... She seems to be doing well. I think she's married too. But I I love it. I've always think she was a wonder I've always thought she was a wonderful accent. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at talking today, you guys. I don't know. Maybe it's the weather. I'm all hazy, but I just think she's doing great. And I love to see that. I I do. You know, that that core group of girls, Paris, Lindsay, again, Brittany. I love to see when the girls are doing well because, you know, I can only imagine that life has been very, very crazy for them. Britney Spears is coming out with her new book, The Woman in Me, which I think is coming out like in a week or so. Um, yeah, I don't. I think it's like 200 and some pages. It's a pretty, pretty decent sized book, but she gets into her conservatorship. She gets into her life, how she grew, grew up, her dad, her sister, all this stuff. And she had a lot of therapy during this time. So I think it's gonna be an interesting read. They're gonna offer it in an audiobook also. Um, let's see. Oscar nominated actress Michelle Williams is going to be doing the audiobook, and for any of you guys who don't know, she was like in a relationship with um Heath Ledger, and they had I think they have a is it a daughter or son together? I don't know, I can't remember, but she's in a lot of stuff. Um, she was, she was in Dawson's Creek. That's crazy. I forgot about that. The Greatest Showman, Brokeback Mountain, a lot of stuff, but she's going to be doing the audiobook for Brittany. So that's great. I love that. I, I've always liked Michelle Williams. She just seems like a she's never like in the news, like being dramatic or weird. She just seems like kind of like, I don't know, graceful and like kind of a cool woman. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a good pick for Brittany. For her audiobook. so are you guys gonna buy it are we gonna want are we gonna listen to it I don't know it looked like the pre-sale was like 35 bucks which you know it's not cheap but I'm not sure if I really need to read the book I'm not I think I kind of have a good idea about her life and I've never been like super into Britney so I don't know if I really need to although I will say like Paris Hilton I am very into and I did really want to hear her life and I read her book and it It was there was a lot of things that I would have not guessed and there was some perspective there. So maybe I will give it a read. Um, But I'm not like, oh my God, waiting, counting down the days. Um, And then like her ex, well, are they divorced yet? Sam Asghari. He like just came out and he's like, I read the book, I'm so supportive. Okay, pause for the eye rolls. I don't know about that guy. He seemed like he's a fucking scam artist from the beginning. And I feel like that's just like a, him releasing a statement for attention. But if he is truly being supportive, wow, bravo, bro, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Poor Brittany, that's all I have to say. I feel like all she wants to do is just be normal. Like she just wants to go to a bar. Like I saw a video of her at a bar, I think in Mexico. She just had her one security guard, but she's just at like a normal bar, like dancing, talking to people. She just has never been able to do that stuff. And, like, imagine, like, how old is she? She's, I don't even, I got to double check, you guys. How old is she? She is, whoops. I think she's probably, like, 30, 38. Let's check here. She is 41. Okay. Yeah, imagine living your life how everybody else wants you to live for like probably at least 30 years imagine I don't have any experience like that I have a just a tiny bit of of people pleasing in me well actually okay I have a lot of people pleasing in me but some smaller life events where I really made decisions based purely off of what somebody else wanted that is not some way to live it's not at all so I feel I feel a lot of pain for her poor thing Damn, that would suck. I think I might read the book. Poor girl. I don't know. Everybody leave her alone or whatever. <laughs> Poor Britney. It's always so sad. Just imagine that just wanting to live like a normal person, you know? And then people are like, oh, we don't feel bad for you. You're worth like, however, hundreds of millions of dollars. But it's like, dude, I don't, I don't think she, It seems like she was being worked to the bone just for somebody to make money off of her. So I don't know that poor girl. But anywho, well, I have some things I got to get to today on this Friday. But I wanted to just pop in and give you guys a little update. And next week, I'm going to have two episodes. Again, like I did last week, I've got one with uh, one of my good friends who's very dear to my heart. She's in it. I love her. I'm really excited about that conversation. We're going to be doing that. And then I'm also getting together with two girlies, two entrepreneurs, two lovely, lovely ladies, and we're going to be filming in one of the ladies' homes, who is also, it's also her business, and it is a very exciting place, and I cannot wait for that. So that is really fun. So you guys stay tuned for that. It will be really a blast, and I apologize for not posting more, but, you know, as things as things as life moves on moves forward i will be recording again like 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 the videos and i'll be ha- we will have a youtube channel things are getting set up for that but i just want to make sure that i'm getting you guys um your episodes so there is that but i love you guys and i hope that everybody has a beautiful weekend maybe you guys do some halloween stuff but i'm really pushing you guys to really disconnect really take care of yourself listen to your body rest if you need to fuck anybody who says you don't have the time take a little bit of time rest feed yourself Um, drink some water pick out a new book try a new class yoga art whatever do some stuff for yourself you guys because it's so important and it's so good to take care of your your own body and your mental health it's all you have at the end of the day So I love you guys. I hope you have a gorgeous weekend, like I said, and we will be back next week. Love you.